0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Breaking the Bar. Today, we're going to be talking about what's going on in the CrossFit space. So, let's get right into it. Bethany Shatburn test positive for COVID-19. Such a shame. She had a true shot at making the podium, and with everything going on... <sighs> It really just breaks my heart to see such an elite-level athlete do everything she possibly can to get to the show and something like COVID take her away. So we never want to see this. It's super upsetting. It's super frustrating. I know hopefully in the future I'll get the chance to talk to her about this, but I know she's probably devastated by this, especially with having such an incredible camp going into this new games and finally being healthy. But it's definitely something we... Really don't want to see going into games week, but she wasn't the only one because Kara Saunders actually had a false positive as well. And that's she had to take a couple of tests, and really thankful that she wasn't positive. But she did take it, like we said, she did take a couple of tests, and the first one came back positive. And then came back negative, And then she took, I believe it's called the PCR test, which is more the antibodies test, and came back. as she was good to go. Um, I know that they're still taking precautions as they see fit. But, man, if those two competitors were out of the games, it would just be a completely different game cycle. I know a lot of other athletes maybe have a better opportunity, but we wouldn't be really crowning the fittest. I mean, other than Tia Claire because I mean, we all know Tia's going to win. But outside of Tia, that top three spot. I mean, having those two women out would have been devastating. Having one of them out right now is absolutely absurd. And it, just, it honestly just breaks my heart uh, to see, like I said, to see these elite-level athletes give everything they possibly have, come into it finally being healthy and get this result. It's tough. So... Number three would be Scott Panchik retiring. Thank goodness he said it ahead of time. You never want to see somebody just drop the shoes post-event. I think it's really great the fact that we got to see him put the shoes down. Well, kind of let us know ahead of time. So those people can really just start cheering for him and really make we Everyone, I think everyone in the CrossFit space really hopes he makes the podium. And especially with it being his last season and being a father and being a business owner, I think he's making the right decision to step away, especially with the younger athletes really coming up and really making a charge. He's dedicated his entire, almost a decade to it so far. And you hope just nothing but for the best for the guy. Um, number four, Brooke Wells getting the Spotify playlist, uh, artwork uh, for beast mode such a cool 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 concept the fact that no one else i know that tommy marquez on talking elite fitness have been talking with the cmo from noble and the fact that when noble talked to uh spotify they said that not a single other person had ever brought that up to them blows my mind and i mean it's great i mean this is this is the future of the marketing and the fact that Noble's really taking this initiative to make a partnership with Spotify is huge. Um, huge opportunity to grow the platform, um, the brand really, uh, for Brooke Wells. I think that's huge. Um, congratulations to her. I think she's got it. So the swag bags coming out of Noble, they they supposedly have spent $4,000 per athlete it's awesome. And I get they want all their marketing stuff out there and having each athlete wear it is great. But man, just think about what that could have done if you just put it in the athlete's pockets too. Um, but every athlete's going to be walking away with swag bags, $4,000 worth of equipment, um, anywhere between shoes, shirts, accessories. Uni- okay. Okay. So, the next big thing, actually, is the adaptive athletes taking the floor. The adaptive athletes taking the floor is huge for the cross community as a whole. I mean, and we're seeing still elite-level weight being thrown around. I mean, Logan Aldridge pulls 500-plus with one arm. Nothing can stop this man. I'm telling you, he has got just so much amazing drive and just pushing so many different athletes to make it to the next level and I think this adaptive athletes debut was huge I got the chance to watch it this morning and it really just is going to show um, the broader community that through injuries you can still work through them because I'm telling you with an athlete like that how do you stop you know I mean, personally for myself I'm thinking about my my past surgery I'm like wow I just got to get going because forever that somebody, some of these athletes will be disabled and guess what? It does not stop them and they're still outlifting me and they're probably still outlifting you guys. So, um, let's right, move on to the next topic. Uh, Laurie Cunha, I believe I'm saying her name right. I might be saying it wrong, but Brazilian athlete popped for a banned substance. She's appealing saying that it was a part of, um, some supplement, a tainted supplement, but regardless of the situation, she has been pulled from the game field. Uh, it's tough, it's tough, but uh, I think Savon said it best, you really hope that there's nothing going on there, but man, it's hard, especially with all these other athletes getting popped recently, it's, t- it's a tough, tough... A uh, pill to swallow for her and uh, for the community at large, and the Brazilian community as well. Which you want to see these athletes thrive, and, and in these moments, they're really just not. Um, we'll jump over into event one because they actually announced it. So there's actually going to be a one mile swim. This one mile swim is going to be really interesting. And <laughs> I believe Make Wads Great Again posted something saying uh, some of the athletes and they're just screaming across the water from an incredible scene and then there's some of the athletes that are just sitting in the water saying, I'm dying. I'm I'm dying. I'm dying in here. I'm dying. I'm dead. Oh no. But that one mile swim is going to be really interesting. They're working. They have been given the opportunity to use fins which might change up the style of swimming some of these people are doing but it's still going to be a huge benefit because that one mile swim, it, they, I, I think they're just wanting to check the. They're testing distance and they're really wanting to see how these athletes have been training. So I think that's a great way to do it. And then the three mile kayak, we're going to see the people who grew up kayaking. And just like myself, when I started kayaking for the first time, it was tough, it was difficult, it was frustrating. Luckily, they're in solo kayak, so they had nothing to do it with anybody else. Uh, but it's still going to be very, very difficult. So. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with this one. Really, really interesting. And feel free to comment below, ask me, email me, but I'll leave you this with this one line and let it simmer. Glassman has a book.